Raiding the Kingdom, episode 101, Run the Damn Ball. This is your week 12 review, week 13 preview. I'm feeling good, Coach. How are you feeling tonight? I'm I'm feeling good, man. I, it's it's we have back to back winning weeks, which I think is the first time that's actually happened this season. So that's good. Um, so we have some positive back to back winning weeks. You're right. Yeah. So we have yeah. we have a, some sp- some positive spins on it. Uh, the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs won 26 to 10. So you know, it's still a 16 point win. So the uh, the betters with that 15 and a half point spread were either. Uh, punching their TVs or jumping with joy. I th- feel like the Chiefs should have dominated dominated that game a lot more than they did. But like we say, a win's a win, right? Like it's it, it, that's not going to come back and bite you at the end of the year. A win's a win, so we got to keep uh, we got to keep that game lead that we have on on Buffalo right now and uh, just keep moving forward. So I, I'm happy with it. Can't complain. Exactly, and I mean. It's not like you get half credit for beating Bryce Perkins instead of Matt Stafford. Like exactly. it is what it is. I'm confident you guys would have won even if Matt Stafford was playing. Yeah. I'm uh, so, so we'll break that game down a little bit. And uh, why don't we give a start to the unlikely, I won't say heroes because no one still seems to care that much, but unlikely winners of the weekend, if that works. Mm-hmm. Jacobs. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. That was the 86-yard overtime touchdown, first play of the second attempt in overtime uh, for the Raiders after um, Legatron did shank that. I mean, I won't even say shank. It was a 56-yard attempt. These things happen. But the Raiders win in overtime against the Seahawks, 40-34. to Another game where Coach has picked my boys to win. I've picked them to lose. As the Raiders homer, clearly, I, I need to keep picking them to lose because mm-hmm. this is this is what's what's working for us. This is the strategy. Yeah, so uh, I I said uh, on social media that you really – it's hard to find a silver lining with your defense when you give up 34 points. I expected the Seahawks to uh, score a lot. Uh, I was very nervous about DK Metcalf. I don't know who we have that can bring him down and cover him. Uh, They did okay. I mean, DK ended up with, I believe, around 90 yards. Um, Geno Smith really uh, threw the ball around to everybody. Geno had 90. Tyler Lockett had 68. Uh, Marquise Goodwin had 48. What I think was the the silver lining in this was that – Kenneth Walker, who, who is a, a great running back, um, had 26 yards on 14 carries, and one of those carries was a 12-yard touchdown, which is embarrassing. But he ended the night with a 1.9-yard average, so not not really blown out of the water. So against the run, the Raiders did pretty well. And then offensively, first pass of the game was an interception. I got quite a few uh, text messages, not exactly loving ones, if you would say, and uh, it was to Quandre Diggs. And then not too long after, he threw another one to Quandre Diggs, who has had no interceptions this entire season, now has two. Um, But Carr ended the night 25 for 36, 295 yards, three touchdowns. I believe it's his first three touchdown game of the season. Uh, Two interceptions. One was was ugly. A little bit of that I want to put on the effort of Devontae. He kind of like threw one arm out like, "Eh, I guess I could try to to get something with this, but it, it didn't seem like he really did his full extension. Um, and then the other one was a bad tip with uh, Foster Moreau. So Carr into the night sacked one time, hit four times. The uh, Seahawks defensive line isn't anything to write home about, but they're they're also decent. This offensive line was giving him a lot of time to get the ball out of there, and he did connect with Devontae seven times on 11 targets for 74 yards. 
Well, let's talk about the man of the night, the man of the day, man of the weekend, Josh Jacobs. I always say 20 plus carries at least gives us a chance to win. And we're like 11 and one when he has 20 carries. He had 33. He had 229 rushing yards, two touchdowns, one of which was an 86 yard to win the game in overtime. Uh, He had another, where's my stat? Oh, another 74 uh, receiving yards on six receptions out of seven targets. So six for seven. Love it. Uh, So 303 total yards from scrimmage. The most in Raiders franchise history, the seventh most in the Super Bowl era. He had 162 yards after contact. That's ridiculous. So of those 303 yards, someone touched him prior to half of those yards. And he, you know, broke tackles and made people, you know, broke some ankles and made people fall out of their their uh, cleats. Josh Jacobs put on a goddamn clinic. I don't know where he, this guy was the last two seasons, but uh, I think that he knows that he's either going to get paid by the Raiders or he's going to get paid somewhere else. The rumor is he wants to check the open market, see what's out there, maybe stay home. He does have a Raiders tattoo. I feel like that kind of will make him probably won't make him stay. That, but I work for so. Tony. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, that massive Giants tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. New York tattoo. That's, yeah. 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 Maybe it's just New York. Maybe he could just yeah. chalk it up to that. But um, yeah. So just an epic night for Jacobs. Very impressed with him. I. I I hope they keep him. You already see people saying, give him Renfro's money, give him Waller's money. I mean, we don't have to go that far yet. Uh, The whole recency bias thing is real. Those guys are very valuable to the team. I can only imagine where they would be now if those two were healthy, but uh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, The other touchdowns came from Hollins, uh, Amir Abdullah, surprisingly, and Foster Morrow, who's filling in for Darren Waller. Keelan Cole did have a fumble, not ideal. Defense finished the night with three sacks, two of which were from D tackles. We don't get interior pressure, so that was nice. Um, Crosby, of course, now has his um, – he's hit his uh, highest sack total for the season already at 10.5. And, and the D-line or the defense in general had 10 QB hits, which I think is pretty decent. Once again, uh, Chandler Jones, his biggest play was scooping up a fumble, and I must have turned my head during the play. I thought he had a strip sack or something. That's how he got the ball. He just picked it up. So I was excited, but, and then another, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of have any kind of shining light in this game when Jacobs, you know, kind of steals the show deservedly. So, but Denzel Perryman, um, our Mike linebacker, nine tackles, two tackles for loss, one pass defended and one interception. He was all over the place. He was main, he was one of the big parts responsible for breaking up the run game that they couldn't get going. And then just overall, as far as the game goes, the play calling was oddly conservative at times compared to the past game. So some people were upset that we took the field goal instead of going for it on fourth and three. Uh, and then there was, and then randomly he did call a weird pitch on fourth and one, which you think kind of just like a dive up the middle from Jacobs would have got it done, but it is what it is. I'd rather have the points and then nothing, the three points and nothing at all. So if conservative play means taking field goals instead of, going for it and possibly getting with nothing like it is what it is. If, if the game's on the line, that's different. But, you know, if you have to get us into OT to have a chance, it's working out pretty good for us right now in overtime. So, yep. So Raiders with 40 Seahawks, 34, the Raiders are now four and seven Seahawks dropped to six and five. The Raiders are now in that little bubble playoff picture, which still doesn't give me much hope, but it's better than before where we are just looking at draft stuff, or at least I was. So, um, you know, a, a decent against a decent wide receiver core. The defense still needs to hold up a little bit better. 
Uh, Carr's got to watch those mistakes. He hadn't had a pick since like week nine. Um, and obviously then he gets two, so that's not ideal. But yeah, I'm happy with it. And we got the Chargers coming up at home. Should be a good one. We'll break that one down a little bit. Coach, I don't know if you had any other uh, tidbits of yeah, information no, I, I, on you, the Raiders. You know, it was uh, it was a good it was a good one. I was following it on my uh, cellular device, so I was definitely stoked for you when they uh, when they got the dub. Um, and you know, the crazy thing about Jacobs is, is, I feel like it was a very close chance that he was going to get um, that he was going to get cut. You know, he played in the Hall of Fame game. You know, the, the Hall, if you play in the Hall of Fame game, there's probably a good chance that you're maybe not making the team. Um, so uh, if, you know, your coach, uh, Mr. Uh, McDaniels, Josh McDaniels, uh, has done one good thing this year, it is not cut that guy. So good on Jacobs. That the the man's bad. made himself. We expected he could have been traded too. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the fact is, the man. Um, you know, this is a contract year and he's and he wants to get paid and he will get paid whether it's by the Raiders or by somebody else. But uh yeah, just a good good win. You gotta you gotta win games like this. And uh, you know, I think the locker room is 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 changing and you you guys have a good team. You guys just haven't put it all together. Maybe you're putting it all together now, you can move forward, but uh yeah, good good win, man. So props on that. Appreciate that. Yeah. I mean it really is as we've seen, it's all the execution. You can have the right pieces there. We've seen the Super Bowl teams or not Super Bowl, but the super teams be assembled and they end up being a dud. And this is one team that we thought would maybe not be super team, but better off than where they were. Four wins is still not acceptable for like the offensive talent they have, even if half of it is on IR. Mm-hmm. Um, and then meanwhile, you, which can be discouraging when you, you know, hear Aaron Rodgers playing with a broken thumb and such. And his whole job is to throw the ball and his thumb's broken. So I would hope that these guys come back sooner rather than later, but IR is what it is. Let's transition to a team that never seems to lose, and that would be your uh, your sweet, sweet Kansas City Chiefs. Fake. Mahomes a lot of time. Now over the middle. He's got his man. Kelsey at the 15. Gets a block inside the five, and he's in. Touchdown, Kansas City. And I don't know if you noticed who was the first defender on Kelsey in that play. Oh yeah, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. He no the likelihood that Jalen Ramsey has ever listened to this podcast is zero, but he made him his bitch. And uh, Jalen Ramsey, for as much crap as that dude talks, and how he's supposedly like uh, percentage wise, I saw something that um, he's top three cornerback in the NFL this year. I don't know how those stats are legit, but I mean, I do, I do know those stats are legit because it actually sneeds ahead of them. So I'm going to say that they are legit, but that. Ramsey being three isn't legit. Just if that made any sense, I don't know if it did. It it sounded good in my head. I understand what you said. What I get for for he's my guy. It's, he's for my guy, it's okay. He's top three. Right but for Ramsey, I, I don't see how that's possible. We've well, been doing the eye. You've been doing the eye test as of many of us, and I've yes, been seeing him get cooked on a weekly basis. Yeah, so. another interception yesterday. So, um, yeah, g- good win. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, shout out to my boy uh, Dylan. He uh, he sells cars here in St. Louis, so if you need a car, you can go uh, uh, get him. But uh, he, you know, I was t- telling him, I was like, man, I was kind of like disappointed in Patrick Mahomes. He kind of had like an okay game. I mean, he still had like yeah. a sixty nine percent completion completion percentage. He still threw for three hundred yards and a touchdown. Uh, had that bad interception in the red zone, but. Uh, <laughs> 
that's the crazy thing. It's like, man, Pat didn't really have a good game, but he still is like a straight game with 300 yards, still threw a touchdown, still got the win. And I'm here like complaining about it. That was more so for like probably my, my fantasy team more than anything, but, uh, Got the job. I see what you mean, though. I, I watched it this morning too, and I was kind of yeah, like, "No, I mean, like it, there, there were some plays and some things, you know." And he was, you know, afterwards, the, he wasn't even really happy with the, uh, with the performance at all. He, uh, he was not. Um, and you know that, and that's a sign of a true leader. But he con- continually wants to get better. He, you know, was like, "Yeah, I really didn't play my best game." You know, he can't do that next week, and we'll talk about that later because the team we're playing next week's been been on a little bit of a hot streak themselves but uh you know great team win i mean obviously the the rams are decimated um i don't know if you saw sean mcveigh almost (laughs) going to concussion protocol did you see that yep god that's brutal um yeah that's not really supposed to happen yeah that that almost just like sums up this Rams season just like an absolute uh disaster um i mean like it's like the worst start for a post-super bowl team ever in nfl history so not good for them, but, uh, you know, Pacheco had another good game. Um, you know, he, he's 60, 69 yards, <laughs> 69, Rob Gronkowski right now. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Kelsey with another beautiful touchdown. He just continually, he just passed, uh, Tony Gonzalez for most yards, um, for a tight end in their first 10 years in the league. And Travis didn't play it like at all in his, in his rookie year. So that just goes to show you just how dominant he's been and continues to be. And I'm going to say this. I said this last week, stop with the Nick Bolton hate. Nick, yep, Nick Bolton, we've talked, we talked about this. I mean, he's, he's played like an all pro all year. He led the team in tackles, had another interception. Um, he's been great. Yeah, sometimes he talks talks little crap and does some stupid stuff, and and he gets penalties for it. But we are a much better team with Nick Bolton, and uh, let's stop the slander because it's because you're looking stupid. I I'm gonna look up this dude on Twitter that talks all the crap to uh, about Nick Bolton. I'm gonna call you out next time, but like, just stop, man, just stop. Uh, so yeah, great win. We got a big game coming up next week. Uh, you know, six, like I said, sixteen point win. Cover the <laughs> cover the spread, um, and uh, got the dub. So that's what matters. Wins a win. We'll move forward. We're nine and two. We're looking good, and we got a big big game in Cincinnati next week. So ready to talk about that and move forward. There you go. Uh, so like I said, I watched it this morning. So obviously, it was kind of going on at the same time as the Raiders. So my focus was elsewhere. Obviously. You know, I, I saw the highlights and such. Yeah, you guys are nine and two now. The Rams fall to three and eight, which is pretty terrible. Bryce Perkins was thirteen for twenty three for hundred yards, um, four point three yard average. A little bit short there. Uh, one touchdown, two picks. Mahomes twenty seven forty two three twenty a touchdown and interception. The interception was bad. Uh, it. He said after that he thought it was dumb. He doesn't know why he has this one moment each game where he just does one little thing that's stupid. But as you know, like against the bills against this coming week against the Bengals, you can't do those stupid, you know, little mistakes. And for 320 yards, I, I kind of had to blink. Cause I was like, wait a minute, I watched that game and he had one touchdown, but 320 yards. I mean, 14 points, um, were from, uh, were from Harrison Butker. So there was a lot, lot placed on his leg there. And, yeah, so the the little pitch to to Kelsey that pick was bad, um, but yeah, Legarius Sneed that was a great interception. Mm-hmm. Nick Bolton's was also great, just right place, right time. 
and then having the ball skills to, to grab the ball out of the air like that. Yeah, and it was it was almost like, like the timing, excuse me, the timing of those interceptions, you know, Patches throws one in the end zone, they get the ball right back. So it's like the Rams, yeah, could have made a little bit of a run. I didn't like uh, getting those field goals in the red zone the last two drives, but you know what? I feel like Andy usually lets him go for it, but you yeah, know, you know, I, I think it's to get Butker just the reps in, you know what I mean? Cause him being injured and yeah. then him, you know, for some reason, he not inconsistent. You know, <laughs> he's like, he seems like he's just not consistent with his extra points all the time. And those were all on extra point range. So maybe he's just like, Hey dude, if it's three points. It's the same as one. You can kick, you can kick a field goal. Just, just go. So, um, and I feel like he's been like a top five kicker. Oh yeah, Butker's a thousand percent been a top dropped. five kicker. It's just insane that like he misses extra points all the time. So um, yeah, it's all good. Work on that, Harrison. And then just like you said, we talked about this because it, there's there's a group and one guy uh, on social media that I see likes to lead the. Why is Nick Bolton still on this team? He was your lead tackler this this week with eleven. He had a tackle for loss. He had a pass defended, and he had an interception. And he sealed the game with an interception last week. It's not like I'm saying, oh, he's your lead tackler this week. Like he is consistent up there. And I know that linebackers are supposed to be in the middle of all that, but they're not always top in tackles. I'll tell you that from being a, a Raiders fan, having a terrible defense year after year after year. So, uh, yep. And like you said, Pacheco with 22 carries, a touchdown. It was great. Even Ronald Jones got in there. Yeah. Ro- Ro- four carries. Ronald Jones got in there. And, uh, you know, we did just sign Melvin Gordon. Uh, to the practice squad, uh, you know, and Brian Edwards, and Brian Edwards former, former Raider. Raider and Falcon. Um, <clears throat> the, you know, obviously Melvin Gordon's had some fumbling issues. Uh, from what I've read and what I can gather, I think Gordon's main purpose is going to be just to, I think maybe motivate Jet McKinnon. Cause like, I think out of the backfield, you're going to uh, not necessarily run the ball with with Gordon. I think you're going to consistently see now Ronald Jones and Pacheco uh, and just have Melvin Gordon be more of a, if he comes up, a, a pass catching back more so than a just, you know, straight up running the ball. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, it's it to me, it's like a, it's a, it's, it's to the practice squad. It's, it's whatever. So, um, yeah. maybe he just wants to get a potentially get a ring or what, but after coming from Denver, I, you want to get as far away from, you know, um, yeah, let's ride. Uh, yeah. Let's ride. As far as like the uncertainty and just the, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just the shit show and you want to be in something stable and that's, that's what he's going to get in Kansas city. So we'll see what happens. I'm not worried, yeah. worried one way or the other, but yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I kind of like both those signings for you guys. A little more versatility at the running back position, and then Brian Edwards was decent for us. He had he's like incredibly athletic, third round pick. The issue was he didn't create a ton of separation, had some drops. He did obviously come through with a couple of great moments. So the potential is there, and of course, being with Pat Mahomes, I assume would only help. But I'm curious what you guys end up doing with him because there's been a few project receivers that we thought would do big things over there, and it didn't always work out. So we'll see. It's low um, risk, high reward. You can't. Get exactly. Money. Yeah. I mean, you got a third round pick off waivers for nothing. So there you go. You're going to pay him $300,000 to be a practice squad receiver. So if you're ready, we'll get into our week 13 predictions. Uh, exciting week coming up. You're ready? It's a big week. We're tied.
So we are tied. I finally ran the big numbers. Amazingly, we both have 122 correct picks out of 197 uh, going into week 13. So this is nuts. Uh, I don't even know how that happens. I mean, great minds think alike, but we don't always pick the same game. That's 62%. That's, I mean, if you're, if you're hitting 62% in Vegas, man, you're doing damn good. So no big deal. And last week we were on again. Uh, I was 12 for 16. You're 11 for 16. Um, that's all. I don't recall if that's assuming the Steelers win tonight. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, they're currently up 3 nothing, anyways against the Colts. We're recording this Monday night. Um, but let's go. Week 13 predictions. Coach, you were going to go first. AFC East battle. Thursday night football bills at Patriots. I I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Buffalo in this game. Uh, I think they're uh, they're they're rolling. Um, I I don't I, the Pats aren't terrible, but the Buffalo needs this game more than the Pats do because they have not won a game in the AFC East yet. So Buffalo will get the win. Did I see a stat though that said like all three all four AFC East teams are like in the playoffs? Or something like that. Uh, statistically, I guess statistically, it could have been AFC or NFC East. There were some like Seahawks had to lose and someone had to win, and then that would have meant all four of them. Well, were that would have been the playoffs. NFC. I don't know East, if that's not correct. The AFC East it was the Seahawks. You're right, but I thought it was an AFC. Whatever. So yes, I'm going to take the Bills as well. Uh, I think people. I always say that uh, Bill Belichick, regardless of his offense, is going to have a good defense, and they were great against the Jets. They were not great against the Vikings, but also I think the Vikings have. You know, you're probably like your second favorite team. If that was a thing, we don't do that. We don't do second favorite teams, but, you know, we've been advocating for the Vikings uh, to get a little respect and they earned it that night um, by tearing the Patriots apart. Um, So I'm going to go Bills as well. Next, uh, the first one o'clock game Steelers at Falcons. Both are real scrappy teams. Falcons might have a little more juice on offense, but I think Kenny Pickett is getting better as the weeks go on. You know, right now he's doing okay against the uh, Colts. Not great, but a, a good defense, at least for him to work against. I'm going to go Steelers. I'm going to go Steelers or the Falcons. I'm a Mike T guy. Uh, I think that he'll always pull it out. Him and Mike Vrabel, you can't really count against yeah, him. Yeah, 100%. Much. I'm going to take the Steelers as well. I agree with you on Kenny Pickett. Um, you know, I uh, is going to do his thing, you know, with TJ Watt being back. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers. Excellent. Uh, next, you've got Ravens and Broncos. Let's Ravens. Ride. I mean, they're the it, what's going on in Denver. I don't think that there is nobody. There is nobody that thought the Broncos would be as bad as they are. It is unbelievable. It is. It's it's mind blowing. I really don't got any words for it. Like I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, how are the Broncos this freaking bad? It's nuts. Yeah. And half of the good morning football crew picked Russell Wilson to be the MVP. Yeah. You know, and you can't necessarily blame him because, you know, he was going to Denver and he was getting, we thought they'd, we thought be, they'd good. be good. I'm not yeah. going to lie. We thought they'd we be thought very they'd good. Be very good. I still thought the chiefs were going to win the division, but yeah, the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, yeah they just got beat by the Panthers. So it's like, how can you pick them to beat the Ravens? The Ravens got to get a bounce back win after losing to the Jaguars. Jags <laughs> Did you see the Jags great. mascot, yeah. by the way? That was, that was weird. That's Florida yeah, shit right very there. Very questionable. But yeah, I'm going to take yeah, the Ravens. That's, that's Jacksonville. Hey, yeah, Northern that's Florida, man. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to take the Ravens. I feel like the Broncos are going to get one more win, and it could be against a good team, and then Russell Wilson be like, that's why we love each other, and blah, blah, blah. But I don't think it'll be this game. I'm going to go with the Ravens with the win. Someone else did bring up a good point, not to harp. This is not a freaking Broncos podcast, but no team 
aides have come in and be like, we're going to work, you know, we're behind Russell. Like he's really great. Like the media is mean to him. There's none of that. I, I don't, I you got to have your guy. I wish your guys could ask Melvin Gordon, dude, tell us some stories. You got to have some good stuff uh, from being in that locker room. So uh, yes, we agree on the first three. I'm taking the Ravens as well. Next. Uh, I have the Packers and bears. It would be real, a real shame if they lost this one. Cause they, they need it. And as we know, Aaron Rodgers owns the bears, which gets bears fans riled up the all famous, amazing Justin Fields. I don't know if he's going to play. I'm still going to go with the Packers. They have to rise to the occasion. They can't embarrass their coach and themselves by losing to uh, the monsters of the midway or whatever they call themselves. So I'm going to go Packers in this. I know we enjoy picking against them, but yeah, uh, this week I'm going to go, go Packers. Packers too. Whether it's going to be Jordan Love and the start of a new new daddy for the Bears or Rodgers plays, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Packers in this game. The Packers yeah. like, dude, if you lose this game, like, I, I, oh my gosh, Lions was bad. This is even. Worse. I don't, dude. I don't even know what would happen in Green Bay if they lose this game to like a Trevor Simeon led Bears. I don't. Uh, that would be bad. Yeah, it's at Soldier Field. Yeah, which is just kind of a statement thing. So they really need to to do this, and that would be awful if that ended up being. I mean, they were they were great. They not great, but they were more competitive against the Eagles yeah. than I thought. Yeah, no, they were. Um, they did. Yeah, they did, they did they way did, better. Yeah, than I especially thought, with so. Rodgers getting injured and everything. Yeah, they were better than I thought. Right. So yeah, well, uh, I'll go Packers as well. Uh, next, Jags at Lions. For Good you, game. Um, Jags seem to be getting better and uh the lions tend to be getting better so it's the battle of the cats the big cat battle it's a big cat battle it's a big cat meow 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 um so there is not a movie called the jaguar king there is a movie called the lion king so i will take my boy dan campbell eating some knees and the lions will get the win the lions i'm with you tiger king lion king no jaguar Jaguar king King. it's not a thing not a thing no um i just love the scrappiness of of both teams really it seems like the guys really like uh doug peterson down in jacksonville but dan campbell like once again how can you root against him i'm gonna go you know what and i almost think my second team would be the lions because i've been a i've been a pretty avid Lions supporter this year. I've been an avid Viking supporter this year too. If I had to choose the two, I I love Dan Campbell, man. I had to pick the Lions, honestly. Right. Yeah. The, he's the heart and soul of that team for sure. Uh, next, I've got Browns and Texans. I still think the Texans could have a shot at, at some weird win, but not because they're that great or anything. This is the Deshaun Watson arrival. Uh, while I don't really want to pick him to win anything, I'm a logical person. I'm going to go Browns over the Texans. I'm not really excited about this. This is probably the worst game of the slate, I think. I'm just yeah, not excited Browns. about it. I mean, we we can just leave it at that, Browns. Yeah, we'll leave it at that, Browns. All right, here we go. Jets and Vikings for you. Pro- I, I would assume it's going to be Mike White. Oh, it's a thousand percent Mike White. I think I think I think Mike White Mike White's the starter for this team until they uh, until he implodes. Um, I, he had Elijah Moore catch a touchdown. Yeah, like. It's crazy, um, but it's also crazy that the um, the uh, Jets could be giving up on Zach Wilson after a year and a half. It's just it's crazy. Second pick maybe, overall. Maybe you met your only person that drafts worse than that is the Raiders. Yeah, and you know what? It, and they had a great draft this year. Mind the, you, Jets, the Jets great killed it with Sauce Gardner. Um, 
Yeah. And Reese. Yep. And Brees Hall. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a great. Garrett Wilson looked yeah, like I a, mean, new, first, a new man the on Sunday. The first three picks were the full on studs. Yeah. They're money. Full-on yeah. Studs, Jermaine so. Johnson, a steal. Yeah, it was great. They, yeah. yeah. Four picks. Yeah. They got the Gizzy. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, back to the question at hand. Uh, I will take the Vikings, but I think it's going to be a very close game, and I think it really could go either way. I'm just going to go with and uh, the Vikings. I'm going to take them. Yep. I have to go yeah. Vikings as well. Yeah. Um, What's left? So, Kirk, Kirk think- Cousins had the chains. He's had the grill. What's next? I don't know. And his rapper where? I don't know. But the Vikings will get the win. Yeah, I'm not sure. I am very much looking forward to Just Jefferson and Sauce Gardner. Mm-hmm. That could be a thing. That could be some epic um, shit, man. That's like all right. Darrell Reavers versus like Randy Moss. I mean, it'd be like, you know what I mean? There you go. Yeah. And two like young up and coming already stars in, in at their position. So I'm looking forward to that one. That will be a really good game. Uh, next, maybe not so exciting, but AFC East, it is what it is. Um, NFC East, excuse me. Um, commanders and giants Commanders and giants in New York, in New York. Uh, yeah. I Taylor, Taylor Heineke is five and one since he took over. Um, but after this game, he'll be five and two. I'm going to take the G men. Oh, you are. I'm going to ride with Taylor Heineke, the man that benched Carson Wentz, who is just a, another on a list of many that have done so. Uh, yes, so I'm going to go Commanders over Giants, the first one we disagree on. And we got a slate where I think we may have a couple surprises here. Uh, Titans and Eagles. Eagles. I don't... You're yeah. going Eagles. So I am going to take Mike Vrabel. I think that the Eagles show they have a susceptible run defense, even with those two studs uh, they picked up for the D-line. Um. But, you know, the, the Packers did pretty well on the ground against them, and they're going to give him 25 carries of uh, the King, Derrick Henry, and we'll see where it goes. I'm going to go Titans to give the Eagles their second loss of the year. Yes. Yeah, because their first loss commanders. Yep. So I'm going to go Titans, our second disagreement. Um, but that should be a yeah, bloodbath, really that game. game. I, think it, it could, I think it could be very good. Uh, next, you have the first four o'clock slot: Seahawks and Rams. Seahawks. Yeah, me too. After what it, we it, saw, you know, I mean, <laughs> the, the Rams might make it a little more competitive with them. Uh, and you and you just think that Lions that team, man? You know, they they have a guaranteed top ten pick from the Rams. Wow. Well, what's crazy is the the Seahawks pick from the Broncos, yeah, so it's like which is going to be the third overall pick right now. Yeah, and at one point it was looking like the uh, the Eagles were getting another top ten pick because of the Saints, and they might still get that too. So a lot of top ten picks yeah. from trades, and it's like, is it worth it for Chris Olave? I don't know, but you know, when you need a quarterback, but that's our draft episode will be dropping next year, so we'll worry about that then. Yeah, that's coming. Uh, so, yeah, we both have Seahawks in that one. So, Dolphins and 49ers. This is a good game, dude. This, this is, is a, a good game. Really good this is game. tough. This is a coin flip game yeah. for me. Um, the uh, Mike McDaniel, <laughs> going back to his old stomping ground. Is it in San Francisco or is it in Miami? It's it, in so San Francisco. going back to his old uh, stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has, Oh, this has even more on. Oh, man. The Padawan meets the master. Um, 
This is that's uh, it. man. The Shanahan yeah, tree. This is, this is Anakin versus Obi Wan. Um, that's it. I'm going to take the 49ers. Um, uh, Obi Wan will get the win. Um, and I think it'll be a very close game. I think the uh, the uh, the Niners kind of got held in check a little bit last week, but I think they'll come out firing all cylinders um, uh, this week, and I, I will take the 49ers. I think the Saints defense is overall a bit better than the Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins offense obviously is just explosive and there's just so many options. Uh, Jeff Wilson's been a great addition as well. I really want to pick the 49ers for the defensive side of it, but I think if I think there's just too many weapons to handle, I really do. Uh, unless they can disrupt Tua enough, which Bosa might be able to do, but mm, for the sake of dissension and because I just love that receiving group, I'm going to go Dolphins. Dolphins with the win. Close. That's a great game. That's one of the best ones. Man, there are a lot of good games this week. All right, coach. Bengals and Chiefs in Cincinnati. They screwed you guys last year. What's going to happen? You know, so uh, I'll say this chief Aholic actually uh, tweeted this about how, um, you know, this isn't necessarily a revenge game. It's not a revenge game until we beat them in the playoffs, which I agree with. Uh, this is just another regular season yeah. game. This is for seeding. This is you're going into a place where their defense has been playing lights out. Uh, their offensive line has completely turned it around. They've been great. Whether it's going to be Piran or Joe Mixon playing, I don't know. Uh, Jamar Chase is supposed to be back. Um, Joe Burrow has been been you know Joe Cool. He's been ice. Uh, they've been playing really good football. They really have. Um, Chiefs have been playing really good too. I think they will. The Chiefs will shake off the dust from this past week, and they will go into Cincinnati and, and win a close game. I think this is a, you know, uh, this is just not necessarily a revenge game, but this is a game that I think Patrick Mahomes is holding very. Um, he knows he 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 kind of let not only say let us down, he just played probably his worst half of football in his career in that second half against Cincinnati. So um, mm -hmm. he's going to, it's like his redemption uh, essentially against them. Um, and I will take the chiefs in, in a close game. I think it's going to be like, I don't know what the spread is. It's, 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 I don't, it's not, the chiefs are not going to win by more than a touchdown. I, I can tell you that. I don't think so, but uh, it's going to be a close game, but I think the chiefs will ultimately get a hard fall win. But the, the, but like I said, the Bengals are a very good team. So, if you can contain T. Higgins and Chase uh, to an extent, um, we're going to be all right. So McDuffie and Snead and you know uh, Cook and and you know all those boys are going to have to play a lights out game to contain that passing attack. So I got my hopes, but I'm going to roll with my Chiefs. I'm going to go Cincinnati. I hate to do it. Uh, I think that with Jamar Chase coming back and Joe Mixon, if they're both even at 80%, it just might be a little too much offense for you guys to handle. Um, I think that Andy Reid is by far the superior play caller. I'm not a big fan of uh, Zach Taylor. But I think Joe, Joe Burrow, once he gets on that streak and he started off rocky in the beginning of the year, their offensive line is still very suspect, which makes me want to pick you guys. But I just have a feeling it's going to come down like an Evan McPherson 
field goal, three point, like one point win. Um, I'm going to go Bengals. I hope I'm wrong for your sake. I respect Regardless, you. you guys are both way far ahead of the Raiders in this one. Um, so, yeah, should be a great game, though. That might be the game of the week. It, it really might it's, be. It's a game. It's either the Bengals and the uh, Chiefs or the uh, Niners and the Dolphins. Niners and Dolphins. Yeah. And then Jets and Vikings, not far. And then here, here we go. Just, just to make you not feel so bad, the next game up is the Chargers and Raiders. I'm going to pick the Chargers. I hate the Justin Herbert hate. I don't like him. I don't like the Chargers. I think they're dumb. But uh, and I think that uh, Brandon Staley is probably the worst part of that whole team. But I just think they're more talented on both sides of the ball. I think Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa are going to have their way with this offensive line once again, and Carr is going to be in a rough spot. And I don't think we're getting anyone back in time that's going to help us uh, do any better with this. So I think the Chargers are going to beat us at home, which will be unfortunate. They'll sweep us this season. I really hope I'm wrong, but I just don't really see it. So uh, whatever your take okay, is on well, that, I guess I'm tradition is I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to take. You don't Raiders. have to. I'm going to take. You I'm going to take the Raiders. Um, I'm going. I'm going to. Well, that make me feel bad. Sacrifice a pick here to go with the Raiders because my Raiders people that that do listen to this, they're going to be like, you know what, that coach. I love that. I love that guy. He's a good one. And then those oh, Chiefs fans say, "Wow, that that Brendan, what a dick. dick!" So I'm just trying to cover all my Sorry, I'm being. I'm trying to be a suckass. Dude, to be fair though, the, the last two weeks I've not picked the Raiders. You have, right. and you so were right. I'm going to so pick the Raiders. I think it's yeah. going to be a close game. I think the, uh, <clears throat> you know, Chargers don't have Mike Williams, Keenan Allen's getting back. You know, obviously Eckler's a stud. Um, they got some good defense, uh, but you know, are they going to be able to stop Jacobs? So. I'll preface this by this, saying this. I will pick the Raiders if they just hand the ball to Jacobs more than 20 times. Because what you say they were, they're 11-1. and one. So, hey, Josh McDaniels, don't be a dumbass. Give the ball to Jacobs. See what you can do. You got Devontae Adams. You got the best wide receiver in football, arguably. If Carr can limit his mistakes, I think the Raiders have a very good chance of winning this game. It's at It's in Las Vegas. You know, the, the, the Death Star. That's what it looks like to me, the Death Star. Uh that's what we'll yeah, call the it. Death Star. The Death get a dub with the Death Star. It's a black hole. It doesn't and, really you know, exist anymore. Uh, make Al Davis happy. There we go. All right. And then our last two games. So oh, let me put that down. Coach got the Raiders. Um, Colts and Cowboys. Like I said, I'm not a believer of the Colts. They're down six right now to the Steelers. If they can't handle the Steelers, they certainly cannot handle the Cowboys. Cowboys defense is also pretty outstanding. I'm going to go Cowboys who are hitting their stride. And for all we know, they may have Odell Beckham with them for this game. Probably not, but. Oh, no, they won't have Odell Beckham for for this game. Uh, But I'm going to take the Cowboys in this game. It's coming up, though. Uh, Yeah, I don't think. Well, actually, you're right. You said December 4th or this next week he would sign. But uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Uh, They they just got to get a dub. Oh, Oh, and that is December 4th. That's uh, That's the game. Um, and then our Monday night football game, Saints and Bucks. A lot of history with these two. You know, Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore is a classic. They're definitely going to fight. I'm here for it. Brady hates losing to these guys. I don't think they're going to lose to the Red Rifle or Red Rocket or whatever people call Andy Dalton. I'm going to go Bucks, which is too bad because it's uh, what's James Winston's former team. I always like to see him, see that, and I like James Winston more off the field than on. But I'm going to go Bucks. Bucks with the win. Bucks with the win. 
I'm going to take the Saints uh, with Tristan Wirfs Ooh. being hurt. That's even less offensive line protection mm. there for Brady. Uh, I think this is just the – like, you know, I, we both listen to a lot of podcasts, sports radio, this and that. Um, and uh, I just feel that the Bucks are just missing something, man. They're just mis- missing some piece that's – just not I don't think it's really Brady, honestly. I just think they're missing they're missing something. I don't know what it is. They're just missing that factor. It's probably like a Gronk type guy, but uh I'm going to take the Saints in this game. Done deal. And uh before we wrap it up, just real quick send it awards. Um here we go. I'm going to give the Don't Wake Me Up Award to Odell Beckham, who has recently escorted off a Miami airplane for refusing to put on his seatbelt. What's surprising is the general uh, media is consistent saying that he wasn't arrested and there weren't handcuffs and there isn't this and that. So they think it's an overs, as his attorney said, an overzealous airline worker. Um, I've been asked several times to wake up and put my seatbelt on. You know what I did? I put it on. Uh, and then I wasn't escorted off the plane and all the people didn't have to get off the plane. Um, he called it comedy hour. Some guy posted, yeah, not really comedy hour for the hundreds of people that had, or hundred people that had to get off and wait for you to get out of your sleepy time and, and get off the plane. So, you know, uh, teach to his own, but I don't know why we would defend the guy who has a history of kind of acting like he's above the rules of modern society. So that could be the dad in me saying that kind of stuff, but, uh, that's just where I'm at with it. So, Sorry you had to get woke up from your nappy and then you had to come off the airplane and ruin everyone's day. So uh, Odell just continuing as always. I'm sure it won't affect his decision but I or uh, his options. But if I was a team, I would say, yeah, we'll pay him for the rest of the season. But I don't want this guy here long term because everything he kind of touches uh, seems to go up in flames. Besides, I guess, the Rams Super Bowl. But there you go. So that was the Don't Wake Me Up Award for Odell Beckham. So I, uh, what do you, I got a, we picked a winner award because it goes to Mr. Patrick Levon Mahomes. I think I've given him a couple Senate awards this year, but he is one or two best. He's the winningest quarterback in his first 75 starts in NFL history. He's 59 to 15. Um, and he also, uh, let's see, he has the most all time touchdown and yards through 75 starts as well. So, uh, just incredible. His uh, resume continues to get built, and Patrick Mahomes is just an absolute joy to watch, even in his games where I don't think he does good, but he still throws for 300 yards, a touchdown, still has a 69, 69% uh, completion percentage, and uh, is just the man. So, Patty Mahomes, thank you. Yeah. And like, and Randy Mahomes, thank you for giving birth to Patrick. I really appreciate it. As you thanked her in person for um... – so yeah, just a he. It really is, as people say, is they need to NFL fans need to appreciate what we're watching as far as quarterback play goes. These guys really don't come around all that often. And from following the Raiders since I was young, um, it's just been a lot of quarterbacks that aren't even close to this caliber. Like Rich Gannon was probably the last best thing we had, and that was two thousand and two. That was twenty years ago. And Derek Carr, you know, is up there with with Gannon. Um, but as far as accomplishments, not so much. So, you know, these guys come around every so often, but you got to appreciate it while you can. And Mahomes is one to appreciate for sure. 
as he just continues to ruin my dreams of an AFC West championship. hundred percent. You know, we're, we're of anything. Yeah. We're on prime age to be watching these guys. And, uh, you gotta, you gotta appreciate. It seems like this old guard of Brady and Rogers are, are starting to head out and you just got to experience these new guys like Mahomes, hurts. Um, right. And then next year we're going to see, you know, Stroud and young and, it just can the the new guys continue to come in and yeah. take over. So it's the nature of the beast, but it's looking bright and it's great football and it's great yeah. content. And we got to be an it, athletic so. quarterback now. Got to be able That's to it. scramble and run. Can't just be a pocket passer. You sure do. It's, it's, We've talked yeah, about this it's, one. It's, yeah. That's for another, another podcast. podcast definitely coming up soon. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll bring that up. We'll see you all after uh, week 13, which is exciting, but also sad as the season winds down, but we'll see you guys then. And, uh, Seat Geek promo code RTK for $20 off your first order. I'll take it. I'll take it. Go. Go See you guys next week. All of them. Do it. Go Raiders.